Mackerel. Mackerel are a beautiful fish with their shimmering silver bellies and dark stripy pattern across their backs. When they swim in the water, they have rainbow hues of pinky red, deep blue and rich green all across their little bodies. But there's more to these colours and patterns than meets the eye. Mackerel, like many other shoaling fish, have reflective platelets on key parts of their bodies, by their tails, by their heads and in their stripes. These tiny reflective platelets are made up of stacks of miniature flat crystals which amplify reflected light rays, depending on the angle of observation. The precisely placed and angled reflective plates enable the mackerel to detect the slightest movement in the speed and orientation of their neighbours, an important form of communication in shoaling fish. If the fish that is observing begins to pass its neighbour out, the crystal-filled line will appear shorter. Conversely, if the neighbouring fish turns to swim upwards, the line will appear less bright. This is what guides the enormous shoals of fish to move together as one, with awe-inspiring synchronised movement. Schools of mackerel can be as much as nine kilometres long and four kilometres wide. It is the sophisticated system of reflective visual communication that help the whole shoal to swim in the same direction. And there are many advantages to such collegiality too. Having thousands of eyes with which to see a predator is better than just two eyes. And the acute sensitivity to each other's movement means that they can react rapidly to danger as a collective movement of many. When a predator lands among them, the chance of individual capture is much reduced when they group together. And in terms of catching prey, mackerel eat tiny copepods, minuscule planktonic animals. A little copepod can sense the oncoming fish and will jump out of the way. But when there are thousands of fish together, all organised as they are in a coordinated grid, there's only so many times a copepod can jump out of the way before it tires and one of the near-endless stream of mackerel will eventually gobble it up. A single mackerel could never catch a copepod on its own. I have been out fishing mackerel off the coast of Kerry, a gorgeous way to spend an August afternoon, hanging the fishing rods out over the little boat, watching the shimmering shoals beneath the waves, awaiting a bite. But we are not the only ones who like to eat mackerel. They are bountiful sustenance for many seabirds, whales and dolphins too. And the mackerel aren't the only ones who are sophisticated in their hunting techniques. Tuna and marlin also cooperate to hone in on the mackerel bounty in the summertime. Being so plentiful and migrating in such enormous shoals, mackerel have long been caught by humans en masse. Mackerel make up Ireland's most viable fishery. There has always been rivalry between other countries around the Northeast Atlantic for mackerel quotas, which are set each year amid tense negotiations. Now, however, warming oceans means that the upwellings where plankton are most plentiful have been shifting northwards, so the mackerel too are shifting north. Because of climate change, mackerel have been moving out of Irish and EU territorial waters Trawlers from Iceland and the Faroe Islands are now specifically targeting mackerel, 
catching tens of thousands of tonnes of the total stock, which prior to 2007 simply didn't occur so far north. Since 2011, this has caused some major diplomatic rows between Norway, Iceland and the EU, known as the Mackerel Wars. Mackerel Wars could be the first of many battles fought over shifting resources as our climate changes. And if there's anything the mackerel can teach us, more pertinent now than ever, it's that we need to collaborate to survive. Rather than acting in competition with each other, mackerel are closely attuned to the collective, moving in synchronicity, fine-tuning their movements for mutual benefit, working together for the greater good. <laughs>